0: You are listening to a Core Awareness seminar by Liz Cook. Her website is www.coreawareness.com. That's C O R E awareness.com. Please note that Core Awareness is a trademark signature of Liz Cook, her workshops, seminars, books, and CDs. The information presented in the seminar is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose of the seminar is to provide information and to simply educate. The author and publisher shall have neither liability nor responsibility to any person or entity with respect to any loss, damage, or injury caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly by the information, suggestions, explorations, or exercises contained within the seminar or written in response to the seminar. The author is not a medical authority, and she is not qualified to diagnose or prescribe any therapy. The information is simply her personal opinion. Please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.
1: So, welcome, everybody. And uh, welcome, Cass, for joining on a conversation about what you've been up to lately. Um, for anyone joining who doesn't know who I am, I'm Liz Cook, and you've gotten my newsletter, which is how you got on here, and anybody who Cass might have been invited. Um, my website's Core Awareness. I'm the author of the SOAS book and Core Awareness, Enhancing Yoga, Pilates, Exercise, and Dance. And I work specifically with the iliopsoas muscle. And I invited you all to meet Cass Phelps. Uh, he and I have taught a, a wonderful workshop on primal responses. Uh, it was a play workshop. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I wanted people to not only meet him. I've been turning people on, Cass, to the, uh, to the Continuum Movement website to go there and Connect with your movement to see what a supple, dynamic iliopsoas looks like when it's moving in the video section. Of oh, the video, yeah, so in yeah, it's just a fabulous video. So, as a continuum teacher and a sound therapist—if uh, uh, that—that's not the right term—I want to use—I um, want to welcome you today.
2: Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's it's a pleasure to be here. I feel grateful to um, to be invited. So thank you very much, and uh, I've I've enjoyed our work together. The workshop we taught was amazing, so I'm looking forward to it. And the reason
1: I did the workshop, everybody, the reason I invited Cass to do a workshop with me is we had met through Continuum Movement, and if you're unfamiliar with that, you go to www.continuummovement.com, and that's Continuum with two U's. My website's www.coreawareness.com. And your website is www.biotune.com.
2: Is that right? Uh, it's actually biotune.net. Yeah. Dot net. I
1: okay, guess yeah. so it's www.biotune.net. Um, originally, this was several years ago, actually, it was about four or five years ago, um, and I was really starting to look at what an undomesticated PSOAS is. Because I became aware that most of the time people are really working on trying to just get it to recover mm-hmm. from some trauma and uh, I wanted <laughs> I wanted to see what, what was a undomesticated PSOAS. What was a live iliopsoas in a human body? And I wanted to play with the idea um that play itself is the recovery for trauma mm-hmm. and that it hones the nervous system and it hones the the capacity for uh resiliency and responsive and so i couldn't think of a better person to invite to go <laughs> teach than you so i was i was thrilled that you accepted my my challenge and invitation and uh that we had a great great 3-day workshop together yeah. in Santa Monica
2: yeah, that was a really it was a very, it was a fun discovery process for both of us. I think.
1: Yeah, it was. It was really fun. So now we're moving towards um, not only your movement work, but I wanted to specifically start talking about. Um, I've begun listening to biotunes that you uh, the the sound frequency healing that you're doing. I find it amazing, and I have to tell you right up front, I think it's. Um, it's not something to tinker with, necessarily, in the sense that it's a lot more powerful every single time I listen to one of them. there's a lot that goes on in me, yeah. so it's not light it's not light work. I just want to announce that straightforward. this is not um uh, this isn't this is not for the lighthearted, <laughs>
3: <laughs> as
1: my husband said, he listened to one of them and he goes. Okay, I could really feel like my entire brain was being restructured because it was really a weird sensation, you know. So I yeah. don't know if I experienced my brain being realigned, but um, I definitely uh, have gone through a lot of subtle and not-so-subtle responses to it. So I'd like you to address that, first of all. What was your intention in creating these uh, sound the sound frequency healing audio programs?
2: Um, pretty much... Uh it's an interesting thing because, um, first of all, just to say, working with sound healing, it's um, it's sort of the origins of, of healing in the sense that um, the universe is actually shaped through sound. So it's a fundamental, um, foundational um, approach. Uh, Hans Jenning, a scientist um, in the 50s, did incredible work where he was able to film um, the movement of sound by... Um, placing speakers underneath of um, steel, play, uh, steel plates with, uh, with sand. And he would watch how the sound would form and move the sand molecules across the steel plates into these amazing geometric shapes, these shapes that we see throughout all of nature. So there's something with sound, um, just to say, that, uh, that pulls us back into kind of an original tuning that's universal. And when you approach it from sound healing, from a perspective that's, uh, for me at least, um, my approach is always to help the nervous system uh, and the organism uh, in general stabilize and get nourished on a level that's uh, fundamental, that's beyond the cognitive, beyond the the mental conceptual realm. So um, is that clear what I'm saying so far?
1: yeah uh at least it is to me and and um, I think you've struck on something that's really important in the work with the so as muscle, which is the coherency of the nervous system yeah so how did these how did these sound healing programs how how did you focus in? I noticed that <clears throat> excuse me, you have some that are for balancing some for integration mm-hmm. uh you know what tell us a little more about how how they're, they're laid out
2: okay so there's the foundation series which is the place to start as far as um, what the foundation series does is it starts to help the nervous system stabilize it helps the brain um, uh, drop back into lower deeper um, wavelengths like the Delta range uh, where you can get deeper sleep and it basically starts to stabilize the nervous system out of fight-or-flight, which we see this quite often in the psoas, um, where the psoas is in such a state of hypervigilance that it actually rigidifies because it's holding fear. Um, you would have a lot more to say about that. Um, so the <laughs> That's kind of... Very the, funny. <laughs> what's that?
1: I said very funny. <laughs> I do. I always have more to say
2: about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you have your, all of your knowledge with working with it. Um, so there's the foundation series, and then from there, there's the integration series. And the, the foundation series is four CDs that take you through the basic fundamental um, states that the body recognizes and the mind recognizes as coherent. Out of that, you can start working with the integration series, which works with the emotional aspect of the system. Uh, uh, sexual integration, which works with the creativity and the blocks that we create around around our creative sexual energy, which is um, very helpful with the SOAS work.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah. And <clears throat> there's a CD that's been really helpful working with children. Uh, it's called Sensory Integration. And which that's one is it? Sensory integration. Uh-huh. Sensory integration is—it's—it's it's amazing for everyone. It helps to resolve learning disabilities, and it helps to work with overwhelm that we—that we get from being in, in environments that are overstimulating. So, on a basic note, what we notice uh, specifically with this, with with the BioTune work, is that it's all. Uh, It all serves one purpose, which is to basically help the system drop into deeper resonance within itself, within its own self-referencing. And from that place, be grounded and connected to the environment and able to respond as opposed to react. That's kind of the basic tones. There's a few other CDs. The Body Balancer Kit, which is a lot like an energetic broom. It kind of goes in and sweeps out all of the accumulated old stuff um the energy uh lack of circulation and um uh and works with sort of um creating more vitality in the system there's a cd called breath of life which works with um realizing that we we breathe from every cell of our body dropping into a really deep state where you can Become much more aware of the spatial quality of your system and breathe from that place. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. I think we've named everything. And there's the
1: advanced healing.
2: Yeah, which is very powerful, and um, I think you had an interesting experience with that one.
1: Is- I did, and you know, I I, I want to kind of break it down just a little bit. One of the things you'd recommended to me was to explore. Um, several of them specifically for the so as the trauma integration one and the first level of the sonic foundation series and the body balancer and some of my feedback is that um uh, i i feel like it, it i feel like so, some of the work um like the sonic foundation affected me in a very subtle way for instance um i had a dream Mm -hmm. in which I went back to the feeling I had the first time I fell in love. Mm -hmm. And I went to the place where I felt rejected because I loved but wasn't loved in return. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And I woke with the emotion of this foundation, I would say, of how I've built my entire emotional relationships with every other human being.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And it—it it was actually a yeah. So, so to me, like that was really profound, but it was very gentle and very subtle, and almost kind of on a on an essence level that I could even kind of recall what the dream was. But I—I I remember its power, and I remember remember how it was. Uh, it was very tender.
3: Mm-hmm. So that
1: was, I, I was really excited. So then I went on to, like, the I think it was the trauma integration, mm-hmm. in which the sounding of it has a, a lot more intensity to it. Yeah. I mean, the, the sound in my, ear. I mean, and I kind of like semi-freaked out while I'm listening to it. Like, I had to, I was uncomfortable, I was kind of moving around, I didn't know what to do with myself, I'm on the floor, I'm kind of, you know, because the sound literally was so awesome in a in a powerful kind of imposing way, almost I want to mm. say, or it was it was acting on me, and I felt kind of acted upon, and I was kind of like, well, I really want to be here, and then part of me was thinking like, well, maybe there's something dysfunctional about about the the sound thing itself, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. a problem here, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I just went through all these different scenarios in myself of what to do and finally i rolled up in a ball on my side and at, by the time i got there it was over mm. um, but it what it was fascinating to me because i didn't you know it wasn't like okay yeah great now i feel great and all my trauma is gone and thank you very much you know
3: yeah. it was like
1: wait a minute so what what kinds of experiences do other people have that listen to you
2: know, yeah what
1: kind of people have gotten and
2: yeah, that's um, your feedback is amazing. Actually, um, the, just to start with the the first piece that you shared about the foundation series, the level one, that's the basic idea of how to work with with any um, any basic beliefs that you're working with in your system or any basic traumas, anything that you're kind of organized around. The idea with the foundation series, specifically the first t- level one and level two is to drop you into a place below your trauma and below your identity that's based in limitation. And so what that does is it starts to neutralize you. It drops you into the place you're you know where you're already um greater than the the limitation or greater than the situation where you kind of remember yourself as that way and then from that place it's it's sort of an elegant way of being able to process information and see things because you're no longer identifying yourself as the trauma or as the situation so you can review situations like you said um where you had kind of defined your emotional uh, relationships your emotional your, your emotional self so to speak so that that's the that's the introduction that, that these CDs do in my perspective and in my experience. I get a lot of reports um very similar to what you're what you're speaking to. And it's interesting because I also get similar reports around the trauma integration CD, also sensory integration, um, because of the fact that what if you could step back, and you probably have already done this step back and look at the way that you responded and the and the reactions that you had you can see your your own trauma pattern how it is that you work with trauma and in your own system and where you are in your trauma recovery if if that makes sense is that clear what i'm saying
1: i i think so because if i look at it from afar I felt very. I felt there was a part of me that was very open to the experience and just present to it, but another part of me who was fidgety and didn't know what to do and started doubting and yeah. not sure that you know the whole system. You know, did I even have it on right? Was it really the sound I was supposed to be hearing? You know, yeah. all this self-doubt yeah. around it, and I witnessed all of that. I wasn't in it, but I was. But at the same time, it wasn't necessarily comfortable. You know, I'd like to. Kind of step away from that, you know, but there yeah. I was in it, and yeah. so i was I wasn't identified with it, and at the same time, there I was in the muck, so to speak,
2: exactly and what was also what's also beautiful about it is that ideally if 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 the whole thing is working well, you're also responding in a in a way that for example, you went into the fetal position, which for me I find to be the one of the really truly the most powerful. Positions for resetting the nervous system and to re um calibrating re, re uh, resourcing yourself I agree yeah, and it, there's something about the psoas being able to let go and still um and still be in its power. It's a very interesting thing
3: <clears throat>
2: so the nervous system you you're able to center, and that response having that response in your system is such a huge resource um without feeling like you're giving up, without feeling like, you know, other than just taking care of yourself. So exactly. um, yeah, so the thing that I notice, the feedback that I get um with with this work, with these C D specifically, is um that it's multidimensional, that there's a it introduces and allows you to be um experience a process that you're in um, that's so personal, that's so direct, um, without escaping and without wanting to escape, that you kind of ride this edge within your process, uh, that allows you to have breakthroughs and insights. Um, for me specifically, what I notice um, is I I am informed in my dreams and I'll wake up in my, you know, and what I've learned to do, Specifically with these CDs they do you will notice that you'll wake up with dreams that you're processing Um, What I've noticed is that um, And I recommend this that the dream world once you come out of it to be able to Observe everything that's gone on and to really get in touch with what you're feeling inside of the dream that the colors and the shapes and the images all of that is really to, to elicit the subconscious material that you're working with on a felt sense, the emotional sense. And within that, you become deeper uh you have a deeper experience of of your emotional system and of your of your heart-based system and you're able to to sit with that um more fully rather than escape it. So there's something with the dream world and these CDs that happens with that.
1: The um The thing I'd like to say also about using them was that I felt really energized.
3: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So even though in the process itself I may have felt all different kinds of of feelings and thoughts and sensations, when I moved out of them, and it was interesting to compare my husband listening to one and myself, when I moved out of the foundation uh, level one, I was... It was I, I felt so good, I just felt so clear and present and energized and so I felt a very level of relaxation, yeah, when I came out of the trauma integration i I felt more a, a little more shattered in the sense of kind of like a like a deep treatment that you might have at an acupuncturist or yeah you know, it, it had a it had like i think I need to go walk in the garden or you know i I felt like i I wasn't ready to enter back into life. I needed to do some things that were just self-care and just be gentle with myself. Now my husband's response with level one was that he came out of it really in a deep state and as I said he felt like his brain was rearranged and um, he had to lay down. He had to just and he's a very mental type of person, so I think it was almost like, he, you know, like hold on to something, you know, like, like yeah. he had this kind of like, he was very deeply, um, but pleasantly re- responded to, he said it felt for him like he had just had a very deep body work session or very deep session. So it was interesting, two people receiving the same sound and responding very differently.
3: Afterwards. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, I see that quite a bit because of, like you said, you're much, um, much more visceral, like, he, and he's more mental. So, <clears throat> meaning each person's orientation um, creates a different experience. It's, it's, uh, you're both being taken into a delta brain state, and how it is that your system responds to that is what it is that's, um, you know, that benefits you. Um, there's frequencies inside of the CDs that offer support and coherency and then there within that they also um, take you into places where uh, where there's movement that's needed and so each person kind of responds to that differently the way that you responded to that trauma CD will actually change the next time you the next time you listen to it you'll have a different um, sort of response and what I also recommend Is to go back and listen to the the foundation series um, to help you integrate what is surfacing from the trauma uh, trauma integration.
1: Actually, I did do that. I went back and I listened to the longer. I noticed you have two different lengths. Yeah. Want to say anything about the difference in length? Why you would choose one versus the other besides schedule and time?
2: Yeah, I can. Did what? How was that for you when you went back? Did you notice? I went
1: back and listened to the longer one. And um, um, I think it did. I think it helped. It on uh, not a, something that I could could get a handle on, but I just felt I felt called to go back to it. That's I guess the best way I just say it is like I knew that's where I wanted to go. I wanted to go back, and and I was. It was like I, you know, it was like having tasted something and you like the taste of it. You'd like to have more. Yeah. I had an actual longing. Uh, a desire to go back and taste it again, and so I chose the longer, the longer session.
2: That's beautiful. Yeah, the reason why um, I created the two different tracks is so that you can basically have the options. Um, some people, you know, 50 minutes or 40 minutes is way too long for them, just because of their their focus or where they are, um, meaning they'd get bored or they're just their system wasn't ready to do that. So. <clears throat> I usually recommend that people start with the 20, 20 or 25-minute tracks um, for, for the foundation series and for the integration series. Body Balancer Kit has 10 tracks that are 10 minutes long. And sometimes you can listen to just one track and just keep playing it over a few times before you move on to the next track. And sometimes you get to, you know track one two and three and you're 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 done for the day and then the next time you pick up you start with track three or four So, because you
1: do it it wrong can you can you do this wrong can you
2: (laughs) that's a really good question I'm really glad you asked that Um, and I'm I'm also really glad you brought in the piece about that you were feeling you had more energy and you felt more energized Um, when I originally started creating these CDs I was only working with them with the integration series and I was only working with them with clients in my own private practice and people that I was um, that were taking my classes because I could because of the potency of the integration series and like you said it's very therapeutic it works in a way that that really allows you to see where it is that your your growth is and how to work with it it gives you insights of how to work with yourself so. When I originally created those I wasn't comfortable actually um, putting them out there and that was about um, seven years ago but times have changed and we've actually changed um, uh, just in general so what happened for me was that I realized that I needed to create the foundation series or and so that everyone could have an entry point that was um, that would nourish their system and give them resources that were um, that were, you know, pre-integration series. Does that make sense so far, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can um So I, I, what I do is I recommend that people start with the foundation series, and but some people will want the integration series right off the bat, and, and then, you know, if they're having a response that's overwhelming, what I tell them to do is just slow it down, get some sleep, let yourself, um, you know, get some movement exercise, um, uh, you know, whatever resources that are there that you usually draw on.
1: Yeah, I can be a testimony to that because I was very kind of both naive and I think arrogant uh, when you sent me the system. I started listening one day. I was downloading, and I i don't know much about downloading, so I, I'm trying to figure out how to download these things. Um because I thought that would be a good way to do it, because you have an option of CDs or downloads. And so I'm downloading, and I get to the Healing One of the Advanced Healing Series, and I think, oh, okay, well, I can listen to this. You know, I'm pretty advanced. And so I flick it on. I'm on my computer. I'm listening to this thing while I'm on, on my computer. And I I don't know if it had any any effect, but I, I, it, physically I went through a kind of cathartic response in the next 24 to 48 hours. And and I don't know if there's an association, but, I, but I, it, it humbled me. It made me realize, wait a minute, if I'm going to listen to these, I'm going to take the time, I'm going to get on the floor, I'm going to get the headphones on, um, and I'm going to not listen, but I'm going to be present and open attention to what's happening for me right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um especially because of the, you know, I think the reason why I I felt like these CDs would work so well with your work is because it you're actually working with uh, such a deep subconscious and unconscious aspect of the system for for so many of us. The so as is something that you know, most people don't even they can't feel, they don't know, and it's yet it's the place that we move from. Um so <clears throat> yeah, it does It does deserve the same kind of attention that you would give to the SOAS work where you're laying down and really feeling what's going on.
1: Well, I, what I'd like to do is I'd like to invite everybody to hit star six, I believe that's the way you get out of being muted so that you can uh, come, come back into conversation. And I want to ask... Um, a couple people wrote me questions. So the first question that they they uh, put out there is, "Do you have any comments on the photoacoustic detection of cancer cells or other ways of using sound as a bit of diagnosis?"
2: Using ways as sound as a diagnosis.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Is that the question?
1: Yeah, that's the question. And specifically in relationship to, are there? Do you know of anything that's going on? The acoustic detection um, of specifically, like cancer cells, and
3: how yeah,
2: sound I mean,
1: is maybe being used in health. There,
2: I'm there, you know, that's an that's a, it's an interesting question. The thing that I can tell you, because I I'm, I don't actually do diagnostic work. I do, um, you know, foundational um, nourishment. I would I would that's how I would describe it. That that what what I do is, you know, I offer frequencies that nourish the system um there are, i think you know there with sound because it's uh for example there's ultrasound um there's there's so many different ways to use sound and also to treat um treat illnesses with sound diagnostic and treatment um so i couldn't answer that question professionally um but what i can tell you is that i've worked with cancer directly um with clients And something that I see in every case is is that this is...
1: I I, I lost you. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I lost you for a minute.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, Should I start where I left off?
1: Uh, Start from what you have found. Okay. So even though you're not, where this is a disclaimer, you're not a because yeah. if we put this out, you're you're not suggesting anything that you know how to heal cancer or you know yeah. the FDA no. the need to come <laughs> investigate. I, I, I would, you're not I, doing cancer therapy. <laughs> no,
2: and I make no claims at all that I'm that I'm treating or curing anything. Um, uh, yeah, and nor uh, nor you know sound sound healing isn't really that kind of resource. Um, what I've noticed in my own work and working with clients um that have that have recovered from cancer um, is that there's a specific thing that I see in each person's system and that's that they've lost the um the the deep deep slow frequencies that come from the earth. So in the delta range specifically there's a there's a frequency it's around 8 hertz, it's 7.8 uh, or 7.78 it's and that that uh, wave is actually called the Schumann wave that's a frequency wave and it's a very slow beat and that wave travels around the uh, around the earth and it's actually uh, what helps us ground electromagnetically uh, literally electrically to the earth as humans what I've seen that has happened is with people who have, who are suffering from cancer and neurological disorders, immune you know, disorders, is that there's a disconnect in their system where they've stopped being able to hold that frequency in their system and ground electrically to the earth. So what the the Biotune um, is developed for is actually working with all of those types of things to help them re-stabilize and re-ground electrically to the earth. Grounding is, a, is an, actually a technical term uh it's an electrical term which means that your your electrical system is grounded to the the earth's electrical system and that there's a coherency where it's in resonance uh which allows for um for uh, it's why we don't have electrical storms in our bodies because we're grounding and there's a, there's a proper flow of the electric the electricity another
1: sure. question uh the other question that was sent was, "How are your sound frequency healing programs similar or different from others, such as Holiosync?" Uh, I guess it's Bill Harris.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, how that work?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, the difference with mine, and this is actually why I, I got motivated to put these out out there. Um, the difference with mine, when I started working with sound healing uh, about 12, 13 years ago. What I saw, what I started to to discover was that there were many, there were about four camps, so to speak, of four different approaches to sound healing. And um, because I come from an organismic perspective, a a holistic system where I see that there is no separation at all between any aspect of the body, mind, process, um, I kept seeing how there was these camps that were working with one aspect of the system um, and not another. And that that was actually creating an imbalance because they weren't working holistically. They were, they were triggering and eliciting responses in one part of the system, specifically like the brain. But they weren't offering nourishment and solutions, uh, frequencies, other frequencies that would support that process. So um, there would be one camp that would be offering the musicality quality of sound that would help balance um, certain emotional parts of the body uh, of the system and so on, but none of them were working together. So I saw a way, I had started having insights, um, and I saw a way to start working with all of those systems coming together holistically. And I think that that came from my work with Continuum, the ability to to really see the organism as a whole system. I started having the insights of pulling all of those different camps together, which is one of the reasons why they're powerful, um, but why I feel that they're safe. So with certain so, Go ahead. So just to say really quick, the um with uh Heliosync and different technologies, um what I found was that I didn't see that they were balanced. I'm not saying they are or aren't. I'm just saying for my own system I didn't feel a balance.
1: So let's open it up um to anybody who might want to ask you a question right now.
4: Okay, great. Talk. this is Kim Thompson i have uh, this is odd. I can't see if anyone else is trying to jump in or not i um I have three questions just as I've been listening to you talk. Do you have any guidance about frequency of use? How often would you work with these?
2: Yes, I do um initially, what I recommend with starting with with specifically like the foundation series is if you get the whole series, play um basically listen to one of one time of each cd kind of go through the whole the whole um series over a period of a week and then from there um you get a feeling for what every what all four cd's give you and then from there listen to one cd like sonic foundation 1 for about 2 to 3 weeks a few times a week now working with if you're doing so as work and you're working with Liz Um, I recommend the Sonic Foundation Series and Trauma Integration and Sensory Integration um, and Body Balancer Kit. So with those, what you'd want to do is you basically, if you're doing SOAS work and you're working with trauma, you have all of those um, CDs as resources. And, and then you also just know that you can always go back to the foundation series to stabilize your system and to get the deeper nourishment that happens from that. So to answer your question, I'm long-winded today, as you can see. Uh,
3: great. Um,
2: the Basically, a few times a week is a great way to start with one CD for a couple of weeks, and then you move on to the next CD. Okay. Great.
1: Good. I, also- I want to say that the reason... The, the reason, I, the one of the reasons I invited Cass was that, um because my workshops often deal with, I mean, people often come because there's trauma in their system. And, and usually, um uh, as I explained, you know, so as, so as issues usually have some level of trauma, whether it's, you know, falling off a bike or, um, you know, car crash or, um or many layers of, of different Uh, emotional experiences and physical experiences and that trauma is a biological event. And one of the things that I focus on, which is why I don't have people palpate the psoas, is that I'm not looking for release. I'm not looking... You can get release in the psoas by palpating it or doing all these things, but that's cathartic and it's a reenactment. And what I'm always um, fascinated and interested in is integration and coherency. And so for people who have a lot of trauma in the nervous system, this is just an adjunct. It's just an added, just like essential oils can be really beneficial. The sound therapy is just another level of, of creating coherency. And it's a tool and it's a gift. And so I invited Cass to let's talk about it. Um, you're also going to be doing a workshop this summer. I don't know if it's open to everybody, but you might want to mention that. and and just to say that um Cass has offered that if anybody is interested and goes to look up these uh goes on to biotune.net um that right now I'll email all the teleseminar people a discount uh code and you can get a discount it's i think 20% discount so you can use that code and it'll reduce your cost so I'll email that to you as well as playback information if you want to go back and and listen to the um conference call yeah. yeah.
2: Um I wanted to say something about what you were saying. The with that working in that way and going back to what we were saying about the domestication of the psoas there's basically what we have to acknowledge is that the organism stabilizes through survival responses meaning that we're always feeling into the environment and seeing what's possible. And what happens in an environment that's chaotic, like our culture, is that we stop listening from the deeper grounding source that we hold within the power of our, own, of our own psoas, of our own nervous system, and the deeper connection that happens from the source of life that's beyond that. And so the foundation series, specifically the first two, helps drop you into that deeper connection so that you're in your own resourcing. Ideally, that's what it offers, and then, from that place, like we've said about the domestication, you don't respond from that the the entrainment of the culture you're more um interested in responding from your true self and going back to the experience that you had of touching into true love and how and how you'd responded to all of that that's it right there I mean when you have those experiences and you keep going back and working with them that's where you stop domesticating yourself because you stop second-guessing yourself. Mm. Um, I feel passionate about that.
1: (laughs) Good. (laughs) Anybody else want to say anything?
2: Well, there was two other questions, I think, that...
4: Uh, can I ask yes, I, I did. Um, I teach I teach yoga and some other it's Feldenkrais, some other movement classes. Would these at all be appropriate to do in a group, or is this something people should just do at home in the privacy of their own quiet space?
2: Uh, that's a really good question. Level three and level four, specifically level four of the Sonic Foundation series, is very, uh, very, very good in working with groups. Body workers use them in their sessions. It can be played through speakers. It doesn't need to be played with, through just headphones. Um, really, the Sonic Foundation series can be played in through speakers in group, and can be very helpful for deepening the process that's happening there. I play them in my classes and my workshops, and have amazing results. Healing one of the Advanced Healing series is really good for group healing work. Yeah.
4: Wait, my last question. I I find this so fascinating. How how are you able to be this intentional with sound how How do you know what to put together to get these reactions for people?
2: Yeah, it's such a good question. It's very interesting it's It's a science actually and um meaning that it's been studied for uh it's sound healing actually goes back to the origins of of culture um the indigenous have always used sound for healing, and over the years, our technology has developed to the point of where we can actually pinpoint specific frequencies. For example, zinc um, is a specific frequency. It resonates at a specific hertz. Um, So it's like 33.3 hertz. So when you're working with sound healing, you can tap into and use specific frequencies that have been proven to give the body and the mind the resources and nourishment that they need. Um, for me, people listen to these programs, and this is not my ego at all. Um, this is the feedback that I get. People listen to these programs, and they're like, how do you do this? How did you, how did you just figure out a way to make my brain morph, you know, into a more coherent brain state? Um, and really what it comes down to is there's, in the work that I've done, you know, with continuum work and with Liz and with with the sound healing, I just understand how to put them together in a way that's, that works. And I, I can't quite put my finger on it, other than I've done the background work with the science aspect, and I and I work with my my own systems experience. So some, somewhere in that, it just seems to work.
4: Great, hey, thank you. There was some.
1: There was yeah. You're welcome. There was somebody um, who I spoke up before.
3: Um, can I ask a question about the Schumann wave? I, I use that also in my work, and I'm curious about as how you detect if you feel somebody has lost their Schumann wave?
2: Yeah, the
3: resonance that way?
2: Yeah. there's a really easy way. First of all, what you'll notice is that, and this, um, do you do the SOAS work with Liz?
3: I, no, I do not. Okay. But I've done work with Emily, I know Valerie Hunt's work, I've worked with Bonnie Cohen, I've worked with Mark Taylor. I've okay, with great. And
2: okay, so there's two things that you'll notice. When some, and basically with, with knowing what the work that you're talking about, you can recognize when someone's in fight or flight and that's basically where the breath is is usually being held somewhere in the upper chest there's kind of a hypertension in their system and from that place that tells you that those grounding cords those deep Schumann frequencies all of that all of that bandwidth is missing um because they're they're acting from a place that's much more sped up
3: so you're just talking about somebody who's loaded more sympathetically than parasympathetically
2: yeah and who's reacting, as opposed to has the capacity to step back.
3: And then, are you doing work with scalar waves also?
2: Yeah, this, um, the the scalar waves are interesting to work with. The you're working with the Schumann wave. You're you're actually entering into a scalar wave, where the system can suspend. You can go into suspended states that are that hold neutrality. Um, sound these uh, these CDs actually work with introducing scalar wave, um, and what that does is it it creates a space for your mind to recognize that it is silent, that you are that you actually are the eternal, as opposed to over identifying with the form. So in scientific terms, what the scalar wave does is like the parting of the seas. It creates a neutral midline and that's that's actually a lot of what the science of these of these CDs does.
3: So but a scalar wave can't be heard.
2: That's true, but it can be created. Sorry?
3: So I'm not sure how you're putting them on your CD.
2: Okay. So first of all, just to say, I'm not actually saying that I create scalar waves in all my right. CDs because right. I don't I don't believe in making claims like that. When a scalar wave is created, it's it it happens through a dynamic that gets set up uh, meaning with the CDs what they do is they introduce uh, specific sounds that then can create um, that can mix together and create a neutral center so that's very much what a scalar wave is I have a sound table here at my at my studio that has speakers on both sides of the table and what you get in the center of that when the frequencies are played, you get this in the center you get a standing wave, which is the scalar wave, so
3: Everybody that has the noise reduction headphones has scalar waves
2: exactly, so you can't hear it, but this there's two sounds that are being played that are creating the scalar wave, mm-hmm. and really, what the scalar wave is it's the silence, it's the neutrality.
1: Anybody Hello. else has another question? No? Well, are we all here? Hopefully, people are still here.
4: Yes, yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so, um, Let's just review a couple things in terms of how do they find you, Cass. One, you're doing a workshop in Santa Monica this summer. Is that open to everyone or is it yeah? Requisite?
2: Yeah, that's actually Tell the Tell us a little
1: bit about that workshop.
2: Okay. Um that's actually uh that's that's kind of where Liz and I play
3: <laughs>
2: a little bit. That's where we like to play with um with movement. And that's um that's the workshop is called Liquid Strength. And that's where we go into the movement aspect of the body and breath and and we make our own sounds. Um, We create our own standing waves, (laughs) so to speak, where we work with strength building that's not based in the linear, uh, cultural, um, sort of industrial, mechanical body. We start to work with the dynamic aspect of our system. And what that is, is we work in relationships with gravity with the body um, that are challenging and yet supportive that, for example, it's not like yoga and it's not like Qigong. It's a different type of listening to gravity that creates um, a deeper resourcing and a deeper strength. So it's actually a little bit hard to talk about. Um, It's something you have to see. You can go on to the website. Um, and you can look at the, uh, the Continuum website specifically and go to my page. Uh, it's just basically my name. You'll see it in the teacher's list, and you can look at some video of what the movement looks like. We also work with weights, and we work with the exercise balls. And What we do is we just introduce new ways of moving that don't create stress but actually um, create strength that's stress-free, uh, that's dynamic. We're having that workshop um it's a free it's a four day workshop three and a half day workshop uh in august and we can, and
1: how if somebody was interested they could email you about that workshop
2: yeah and you can you can email me through um yeah get that information Cass. you want me to give that
1: yeah give yeah how would people reach you
2: okay so you can email me at cas C-A-S-S, D-A-S-S-S, at biotune b i o t u n e dot net um and or you can go on to the continuum website and find me there uh you can
1: www.continuummovement.com
2: yeah um
1: i recommend everybody co- go and see the um the video uh someone did of you for working with on the um equipment, on the continuum equipment, yeah. in which you really see the fluidity of the soas, and you start to see what an undomesticated psoas might look like. So rather than, for many people, you know, they just want to get, they just want to feel okay and not out of pain. But if you go Beyond that, there's a whole expression that normal everyday movement of the psoas doesn't get to express when we're driving cars, working on computers, sitting, doing typical exercise or movement. There's a whole expression of the the psoas from midline out to the extremities that is never uh truly expressed especially up through the upper so as up through the arms and and so there's this freedom of expression that um is not part of our cultural behavior so you actually have to create a separate time and space to include this kind of movement in your life to to really um evoke and and invite this deeper level of consciousness and uh health and vitality and dynamic expression this biointelligence to emerge you yeah. don't you don't find it in you know everyday life
2: yeah it's it's interesting because um the cognitive mind will look at movement and explorations like you and I do with the SOAS and with continuum and even with the biotune work and it won't the meaning for it because it doesn't have a linear model. It, it it can't place it inside of its linear construct. But when you go into the experience of it, you start to realize this deeper um, unraveling of your of your of your greater self is is possible. You feel inspired. You feel nourished. You feel you know vital. And uh, that's what when the cognitive mind allows that experience to happen, and it gets though it's able to kind of harvest those results then it shows up for that for that kind of work. Um so it's an interesting yeah, actually expert.
1: actually that biointelligence drags you there because it's so delicious. It's so yummy that that something else I think becomes um uh the the focal point of one's life is
3: yeah.
1: is, is no longer yeah, you don't, you don't have to have an intellectual reason for doing it. It's like every, every cell in your body is going, feed me more, you know, like, yum,
3: yum, yum.
2: I know. You know, I always laugh because um, I always, like when I hear you and I or other people talking about all of this, I always feel like, oh, my God, people are going to think we are the biggest salespeople, but it's only because of the experiences that we're having. We just can't stop talking about it, about how good it all is. But truly yeah. – it's like you we sound like salespeople like we're trying to push something but honestly it's just passion we're just it feels so good <laughs> which is
1: what a good salesman is right they
4: always have to be passionate right um, hey, can i ask another question yeah sure um, this is kim thompson again i I have a number of students who are real fitness heads and they'll come up to me and say things like, well, but the way that you build strength is actually to create little tears in your muscles and then it's when those heal that you get stronger. And I'm just horrified and look at them dumbfounded and think, I don't even know how to begin to talk to you about strength. Ah. How would you, how would you respond if somebody came up and said, well, you get stronger by doing this really violent thing of breaking up pieces of your body?
2: Yeah. Did you want me to answer that or Liz?
4: Either one of you. Anything that that would give me a – I just – I feel like um, they're so dedicated to this sort of cultural trance and just beating themselves up on machines that I'm looking for a way that I could invite them into thinking or conceiving of themselves a little differently.
2: Okay, great.
1: Well, it's interesting that they've come to work with you. I think that's 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 an interesting invitation in itself. So, you know, I I know for myself, um, I'll speak first. Is that um, what what they're doing is they're creating density, and uh, I know I know Cass will, as a continuum teacher, will speak to this. But the 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 density that you get in tissue like that. Is is not really true strength, and that's why anyone who does weights and weight training, the moment they stop, the tissue uh, loses that. It doesn't lose its density, but it loses its shaping. So the sculpting that is very popular in our culture is um, is is not about true resiliency. And and Emily Conrad, who is the founder of Continuum speaks often of resiliency being something more akin to an octopus in its capacity for uh, resiliency, for its capacity to be responsive, and that strength is, is dynamic. And so something like an octopus that seems so fluid and so responsive and can change shape and can hide and appear and do all these amazing shape-shifting events. Can strangle a shark much larger than itself. And I think you're you're looking at a different definition of strength. Yes. Cass, you want to speak to that?
2: Yeah, I think that really nails it, a different definition of strength because in a cultural definition, there is a rigidity and there's a la- there's a certain kind of control that we're trying to establish in that sculpting of the body appearance um, which is very different than but to go back just to say to go back the this issue around be you know breaking the cells open and having them you know to, to get to get them to grow and everything in the work that I offer um, I have to premise this with one piece I used to work out in the gym for two and a half hours every day and I was dead set on every muscle in my body being tight and firm and controlled and um, it was so counter to what it was that my my own organism wanted, my own body wanted, and innately was that I had to I literally had to work out for two and a half hours every day to have that level of control, which was not serving me at all and i didn't realize that until I started doing continuum and started studying different forms of movement that were based in fluidity, and that 's the key word um, when you start to focus on building strength from a place of dynamic fluidity, you start to feel the cells creating fiber shoots, uh, literally where you start to, you feel the cells migrate, you feel the system creating stabilizations that are based in an intelligence that doesn't require a breaking down of the organism. So usually, is that clear so far what I'm saying?
4: Yes, it's beautiful
2: okay so you, so the most important thing to tell people is um, the next day if you're sore and it's coming from lactic acid, you know that you've pushed your system into a cre- into a place of stress that is actually counterproductive now a little bit of of lactic acid a little bit of pain like that is all can can be very can be good, but when you see that you're losing mobility the next day or that you're you're literally detoxing from the lactic acid and all of this you know that you're not listening to your own system's um, capacity to be dynamic. When in the movement that we do, specifically in the liquid strength work, um, and you probably notice this in yoga, when you really slow down and you focus on the connection inside of the movement, the the cells and everything else, the whole body, the breath, all of the movement comes together in a way that you don't have to keep redoing. You don't have to go back over it and over it every day. It establishes an energetic and uh cellular connection that that has a foundation in it that it can organize around. It doesn't require a continual um you know rebeating up of the body so to speak. So for people to have that experience, that's really what changes um that that whole idea
1: I think one last thing to say about that is is the um that that resiliency is is built um not not by through density and and density density creates uh, a lack of creativity in the system because uh uh as as the body becomes more dense it becomes less fluid, and we know that aging is a drying out. So, so really, what people are doing is they're they're actually aging their body more quickly, exactly. and the the capacity for creative solutions, which are at, is absolutely mandatory today. I mean, we're we're changing too rapidly to fixate on any any one way of being right now. We need a lot of resilient, responsive, um, creative ideas to stay alive and to. To flourish uh, as an organism and and so when you have a lot of density in the body, you can 't even think in new ways the, the 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 tissue of your brain is actually you know is also tissue, so there creates a lack of fluidity in the system, so you don 't get those connections and with the kind of diseases and deterioration that 's happening to the human organism. I think it's a compelling argument that health is actually connected to uh, fluid, supple, dynamic expression, not density sculpted bodies.
2: Yeah, and um, being a man, you know, having fluid movement as a man is very interesting because, um, you know, it's not something that we recognize as a masculine trait in the culture. But what's interesting is that when men come to work with with me specifically and they see the things that I can do and they see how supple and how uncontrolled that is, it changes their perspective, and it actually invites them into a deeper part of themselves that they're wanting in the first place. So the idea of getting, getting just past that, that gym head where there's re- reduction, repetitive, dense movement, just getting past that, um, just comes down to having an experience, you know. So does that help you talk about it with your, with your clients at all?
4: Yeah, that was fabulous. Thank you so much.
2: Okay.
4: So we should stop. I have to go grab a plane
1: and go to Paris, and uh, so I have to stop, as delightful as this is. uh, uh, I want to thank everybody for coming. I'm I'm going to send out a a playback number for anyone who'd like to uh, play back this uh, tele-seminar. Thank you, Cass, so much for taking your time and your energy to explain your work, which I welcome people to come visit your website, which is biotune.net, mm. for uh, sound frequency healing.
3: The audio yeah. program.
1: And mm. I'll email the um, I'll email the um, the code for the people who have joined the teleseminar to get a discount if you decide you want to try any of
2: them. Yeah, that would be great, and you're all welcome to come to the Liquid Strength Workshop. Um, And, Liz, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk about all this. I really feel honored, and I really appreciate it. It's been fun.
1: Yeah, it has been fun. Well, thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you both. Thanks. Thank you.